0: We are streaming on Twitch. Twitch, Twitch. Checking for audio. We have audio. Excellent. Alright, we're not streaming on Dementia Radio until I get the all clear from somebody in the chat. And it doesn't appear that there's anybody in the chat at the moment. Um, so, recording in three... Oops. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> My whole window just moved. Recording in three, two, one...
1: Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast, brought to you by theFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski.
0: Hey, Devo Spice. Wow, this thing is all messed up. Uh, Hi, Luke Ski. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what what the hell's happening, but... Oh, I know. I was resting my finger very, very gently on my touchpad, and then when I clicked on something else, it was moving windows around because it was registering as a second click. Hi! Anyway, hi. Um, welcome to... What the hell? Episode 637 of the Funny Music Podcast for September 1st, 2022, except this isn't September 1st. This is August 29th, which is Monday, uh, because this is the only time... Luke and I would be free to do this before WorldCon happens, which is going to be where I'm going to be on Thursday. So um, we are in the past future. I don't. I'm, I forget how time works. Um, so yeah, uh, I will have a pre-recorded interview with John Tobacco coming up later <laughs> in the show but i will be doing that tomorrow so the people who are watching on twitch now aren't going to hear it and neither is luke so you'll have Whee! to tune back in and hear it later if you really care um all right let's do this
1: let's get caught up with what devo and luke have been up to since last week or else devo if luke failed and didn't show up
2: hey what oh all right Point.
0: And Wildcard tells me the stream is free, so I'm going to turn on the Dementia Radio cast. And we are now casting on Dementia Radio. All right. Hooray! Hello, Dementia Radio. (laughs) Hello, Dementia Radio. The only thing you missed was the very intro of the show. Uh, Oh, you missed the title. The title of this week's episode is A Smiling Thump. Did I mention that already? You did not. I did not. Okay, well, I just did, and I'm going to put it in the chat.
3: So... There we go.
0: All right. So, Luke, what you been up to for the past three days?
3: Well, uh, I managed to finish and submit a uh, a pitch to the Nickelodeon Shorts Program. Uh, technically Excellent. called uh, the Nickelodeon International Shorts Program. Uh, I did have two pitches I wanted to do, but uh, I can't remember if I brought this up uh, last week on the air. But um, my, uh, uh, my big important Cintiq, the most, you know... The, Literally, the most important tool of 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 being a professional storyboard artist uh, stopped working sometime during my trip to Wisconsin. So I had to ship that off to get repaired. It is at the uh, company up in Washington uh, getting repaired, and I, you know, potentially won't get it back until like, you know, you know, around the the second week of September. So we'll just wait and see what happens. Um, so I had to figure out how to finish. Uh, at least one of these two pitches uh you know without the use of my drawing tablet and i tried to use my ipad uh and photoshop on it but it just became clear that with the amount of time i had left and dealing with my day job i didn't have you know the time to you know jump through all of the hoops that you know apple software and hardware makes you jump through in order to do anything you actually want to do um so I ended up doing it old school style and actually drawing things on paper, inking them by hand, and then scanning them into my computer, and then putting them uh, those files into Photoshop on my computer, and then coloring them in using the paint bucket feature on uh, on Photoshop. So basically, just the way I used to do things, you know, about ten years ago before I had a Cintiq, um, and I had some artwork left over from the previous time I had pitched this uh, series idea to uh Cartoon Network back in twenty eighteen before I left the studio. Um so I was basically combined the art from those two things and made a three page PDF pitch. Uh the central character of this pitch is my character Kazi, who is a anthropomorphic fly who's about a foot tall. Those of you who have been, you know, known me for years are undoubtedly familiar with him. Uh so it's a you know show aimed at, you know, the six to eleven year old demographic of kids. Uh, Takes place in the middle school where Kazi lives, and um, uh, yeah, so uh, came up came up with a story idea for a pitch, and also gave them enough you know background info on it that if they wanted to potentially make it into a series, that's a thing they could do. Cool. I had another idea, which is a newer idea, and if I had had my Cintiq, so that things could have gone much faster on the art side of things, I maybe could have whipped together you know a really basic pitch thing for them. Uh, for for that set of characters for this new idea, but I didn't, and I just decided to, you know, take what t- what time and spoons and you know what was left of me that wasn't burned away by frustration, and you know, and get the Kazi pitch done. So
0: at least you got that one done. That's cool.
3: Yeah. So so you know I I'll, I'll just have to wait and see if they are interested in it or not. Um, I kind of feel like they would have been more interested in the other idea, but you know, whatever, you know, maybe in a year from now, they'll do this whole thing again, or maybe I'll just put together a a full proper pitch and, you know, talk to uh, my agent uh, to see if, you know, she can set me up pitch meetings with any place Um, like Kyle does anyway. um, So I got that done and uh, there's uh, other, there's another important thing going on that I won't go into detail on right now, but uh, after I get done recording you know recording this segment of the show here, I'm gonna head over to Kyle's place and he's gonna let me use his Cintiq to get that important thing finished because uh <laughs> it's too important for me to try to do it by hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, it's like this is one of those I have to do it on the actual equipment and program that you know is is that the thing is designed for, yeah. so other than that, um just you know. Trying to, uh, you know, fight against anxiety and depression and ADHD and, you know, keep moving forward in my life and, uh, uh, you know, get stuff done. So, yeah. Oh, another thing I should mention is I, I met up with um, uh, Frank uh, Tadaro. I keep always, I kept, uh, I kept mispronouncing his name because. I kept saying Tadaro, but it's Tadarrow. But the lead character on the show I love, Comey Can't Communicate, is named Tadano, <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or Tadano. So I just kept screwing up his name, but it's it's Tadaro, uh, who is the voice of Mugman on the Cuphead show and of um, uh, Starscream on a couple of the uh, more recent uh, Transformers things. He's a really cool guy, um, uh, and I, while I was on my vacation, I filmed this whole bit of uh, me going to Lake Geneva with some dice and a Mugman tumbler to give him the dice uh, and the tumbler, you know, to, blessed by the waters of Lake Geneva. So this past you, Thursday, I... You,
0: you mentioned that last week, yeah.
3: Yeah. So so I actually got to meet up with him to give him the dice and the tumbler, and also as a surprise to him, I went out and got uh, from, uh, like, Michael's craft store, like, a little like glass vial, like a little round bulby thing with the thing that comes out, and you put a cork on top. Mm-hmm. A, like a clear glass thing and the actual water from that thing in lake geneva i put that inside it and put the cork on top of it so i also gave him <laughs> the blessed waters of geneva for his <laughs> future D D uh adventures and he was very very happy to get it and i filmed Excellent. it uh, uh and i'll be putting i've been meaning to put that up on social media but i've been busy with all this other stuff so i'll do that soon cool so that was a lot of fun what have you been up to devo
0: all right. Well, let me remove the pin on your video because it kept cutting back to me because I think because my air conditioner is on. So you we're hearing the furnace running over there. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, uh, what have I been to I've been working on freelance project that um, just refuses to die. Um, and it's just it's this big project that they keep making lots of little changes on. And then they made a big change on. And I was up late last night working on that. And I have to finish it tonight because I'm not going to have any more time before I leave for Worldcon, because tomorrow night I have my acting class, which is why we're not doing this show tomorrow night, and then Wednesday after work I'm driving to Rochester to pick up the shirts from Shoebox, and then I'm driving to Erie, Pennsylvania spending the night there, and then Thursday I'm driving to Chicago for Worldcon. So th- like th- this was the only time we had to, to do the show, and, and, this, and tonight is the only time I'm going to have to finish this freelance project, so I'm probably gonna be up late again tonight hopefully not too late because I do need to sleep once in a while um and at some point I need to finish prepping for Worldcon uh I have to like rehearse and stuff and I had you know ideas of like oh I can perform these two new songs I've never performed before oh that requires making a video for them I don't have time for that (laughs) so I mean in theory I could because my concert isn't until Saturday evening and I get into Chicago on Thursday afternoon so like I could work on videos Thursday and Friday and maybe part of Saturday and, and get them done but I don't know that I'd, they'd be any good so I think I'm just mm. gonna bite bite the bullet and just stick with you know, the set list I've already come up with because it's songs I know and love and we'll just go with that um so, yeah, I've just been kind of prepping for Worldcon a little bit here and there as I can. And then tomorrow and Wednesday are just going to be absolutely crazy for me. And, uh, yeah, that's... A- oh, the other thing I've been doing is driving my kids all over the damn place. Because this one needs to go to this job, and this one needs to go to that job, and this one needs to go to this sport team practice, and this one needs to go to that practice. And then i got to pick this one up from over here and take him over there, and then pick this one up from over there and take this one over there. I mean... It's it's insane. It's, it's it's like I'm working for Uber, but I'm not getting paid for it. It's, it's all over the damn place.
2: Hmm.
0: So, all right. That's pretty much it for me. Um, let's get into the first song for the week, which is Don't Answer Me, I Don't Care by John Tobacco, which uh, after I record the interview with him tomorrow, I will insert it into the video and then get the video posted to YouTube. So when the video goes up and when the podcast goes up, you'll hear the, the, uh, the interview. So here is Don't Answer Me, I Don't Care by John Tobacco.
4: I just can't find it anymore. I I, don't, I can't, I, I, I think it's so nice to see you in such tight shorts.
2: Every time I feel a good wave, every time I feel a streak, a knuckle boy comes pounding on my up ahead
0: here with john tobacco if that is your real name is that your real name that is my
4: real name <laughs> unfortunately unfortunately people don't forget it but it sucked when i was in school you know people made fun of it you
3: know.
0: did, you, did you have like a, a like a side hustle selling cigarettes in high school no or
4: i never smoked <laughs> I, don't, I don't smoke or do any of that kind of stuff That's not my interests.
0: it's good to hear
2: yeah
0: all right so uh so tell us about this song the
4: song is called Don't Answer Me, I Don't Care. And that basically sums it up. You know, when you're doing music and you're maybe an independent artist, like I am, for many years, and you send things out, you meet people who say, I want to hear your music and stuff, and you send it out and you write a nice letter and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, you expect them at least, I expect them at least to call me back and say, you know, the music's really not for me. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. anything. No response. So many times. And it's so depressing.
1: Mm-hmm. After
4: a while, I said, you know, screw it. I don't, I don't care anymore. I just don't. Just go about my business. If I happen to send something out, or whatever, fine. My expectations are very low, you know, and that's what it was. I was complaining back then, and I don't complain as much anymore. I got kind of tired of doing that. It doesn't help. <laughs> I mean, it's good for writing songs. Any kind yeah. of uh, yep. any kind of tension or negativity is a good way to start up a, 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 a tune. Yeah, so see, it, I find
0: uh, as I'm getting older, I'm complaining more, and I'm putting it into song form, so it's, it's good well, inspiration. Yeah, okay,
4: it's good inspiration. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I still get inspired by the negative and the, and, the, and the positive, but
0: again, you know, if you let that eat
4: you up, you'll just stop doing it, and then I'll, that'll be it. And I guess if that's your destiny, mine was to continue writing songs and stuff, so I still do. Cool.
0: Nice. You know,
4: it's an interesting, too, because it's sort of a pop song, but it's got, like, kind of a little, little punkish thing. I'm not really sure what you would call it. It's got a I don't know. It's got a very driving force but it sounds like it, there's something about it, it reminds me a, a little bit of some kind of weird little punkish kind of thing going on there. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I can definitely hear a, a bit of a punk influence yeah, a in this bit, one. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, it sounds it sounds cool though. Nice. Um, so is this like a, a a typical um a typical John Tobacco song or do you work in a bunch of different styles?
4: I work in every style you can imagine. I do like a lot of humor uh but again you know i you know i work it, the music is uh, is an extension as it is with most people of what's going on in my life at the time and i've been doing it for 40 years i made a lot of cds and it's a continuity thing it's very much like i guess sort of in the vein of frank zappa and the way he treated his work as one mm. big piece and okay so that, you know so i mean does this song reoccur later on there may be little snippets of it somewhere else i don't remember right now but uh, that's it basically is, is
0: zappa a big influence for you
4: Yeah, so you can see on my shirt, I've got a bunch of people. I don't know if you can see any of those people there. Yeah, you know, Frank Zappa, the Beatles, which everybody's influenced. But uh, you know, Steely Dan, and uh, you know, Stevie Wonder, Thelonious Monk. It goes on into the list. But those are the main influences: Zappa, Steely Dan, the Beatles, and the Fireside Theater too.
0: You know, nice. Yeah, because I know, I know, Frank like struggled with comedy in music and i believe one of his albums was was even titled does does comedy belong in music or does humor belong in music
4: i think it does personally
0: yeah you oh laugh. i absolutely i absolutely think it does it's People my take bread things and butter, so, you know? they
4: take things so seriously sometimes like what's wrong with having some fun
0: exactly yes
4: hey, come on, a break. you gotta have at least a <laughs> fart noise and something or do something yes you know spike jones knew all about it you know yeah yeah so i don't know i i like i said i like humor there's a lot of things i'd like to send you guys I have done them with different people, so I've tried to keep the continuity of it just being me. But I have some other stuff I think you probably find pretty funny, um, some good stuff that's, you know, humorous.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, send it our way. Love the to hear it. Is, the
4: problem is, I don't know if you've noticed, I, mean, I don't know how long you've been writing music, but I've noticed there are a few things that I've written. I've never really been, uh, uh, which house I say, mean-spirited. You know, usually it's in fun. But I noticed there's a couple of things that I might have said that nowadays people would have, like I use the word retarded. You know, mm-hmm. but I didn't use it in a way like I'm making fun of a person. It's a word, you know, I'm retarded because I did this stupid thing, you know, but people will take it as a negative now. So there's a couple of things I've done where I feel like I, I think they're funny. But if I said it, they might say oh, it's politically incorrect. You know, it's a different world now than the 20th century. Yeah, it, 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 there's
0: on. definitely an influence in, you know, the, the 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 popular sentimentality of of what's acceptable and what isn't acceptable um, is definitely influencing humor I am, okay. you know, I'm, I'm the type of person who believes that, you know, you can make a joke about anything, um, you know, but you have to own it. You know, if Absolutely you, if, if you make a racist, sexist, homophobic joke, you need to own that, you Absolutely know? Yeah. And of course I, I try to avoid that myself because I, I don't want to go there.
4: Right, exactly. I mean, something like the producers of Blazing Saddles. It's some funny shit, man. It's oh just- yeah,
0: I, Blazing it's Saddles. So every time, every you know? time somebody brings up Blazing Saddles, the first thing somebody says online is, "Oh, they could never make this movie today." And I'm like, "Why not?"
4: They could, but they yeah, absolutely but, you know, could. They would get attacked by people, I guess, unless it was funded or something.
0: You know, yeah, I mean that that might be an issue, but yeah. you know, I, I've I've always maintained that you know the 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 big issue people have with blazing saddles is that they throw the n-word around a lot and i'm like think about not, who yeah. says the n-word in blazing saddles it's the idiot racist that the movie is making fun of right exactly there's no reason you can't do that today right you know right i know but anyway
4: you know there you
2: go you know
0: <laughs> tangents on the fumpcast we do it all the time
4: yeah but i think it's important what you're doing because like i said comedy humor is something that people have to have if you can't laugh in this world you're letting those negative forces really take advantage of you. The negative forces, I think they have a really hard time with humor. They have a hard time with it. And that's why we have it. It's almost like a, a little device to keep us motivated, to keep us uh, in, a, in a positive vein. You got to laugh.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. if you don't laugh, you pull your hair out and scream into the night. Exactly. And, yeah.
4: exactly. <laughs> you got it.
0: All right. So, um... I just realized we. Uh, this is your second song on the phone, but we were not able to interview you the first time. So this is your first time on the show.
4: Yes, so, it is. Thank
0: um, So welcome. And uh, why don't you give us a little general background of like who you are, where you're from, and, st- and what you do and stuff like that.
4: Okay. Uh, well, uh, I'm from Long Island right now, currently in Stony Brook, going to be making a move to another place tomorrow. And uh, I've been recording music since I was about 18. I started with a little uh, reel-to-reel thing called Nakai, Mm-hmm. It's a reel-to-reel thing where you can like record one sound, and then you can record another sound on another track and keep bouncing them back and forth. So uh, I didn't realize it, but I was learning how to engineer by myself. I didn't realize that's what I was actually doing. So I got pretty good at that. I did that for a couple of years, and I saved up some money. I bought an 8-track machine, which was popular back then. You get 8-tracks on a big reel-to-reel at 15 IPS. And uh, I did some pretty good recordings. We were one of the first people around this area to use the computer uh, like a hybrid arts program, really early Atari to use that with the with the reel to reel, so we had more tracks. Uh, in this area that I lived, nobody was really doing that, so we had a lot of fun doing that. And I did that for a while, and then I finally worked with my friend Chris Paddy, who's a fantastic musician. He offered me a job at his studio, which was a 24-track studio, and then we did professional recordings for uh, you know Rhino Records and BMG and CBS things like that. Nice. And then meanwhile, when I, it when it was downtime, like, I lived in this studio my entire life. I would just record and you know the more you keep at it someday you can look back and say wow i've done a lot of work it, it means something to me whether it means something to a lot of other people who knows that's not important the important thing is that you did i did what i wanted to do and i still continue to do it and so i've been writing and recording for like i don't know almost about a good 40 years i've got about in terms of albums i probably got up 60 or 70 albums if you looked at them as records wow most of, my album, most of the cds i have are at least 60 to 70 minutes so i mean it would add up to quite a lot of albums per se if it was like on a record stuff like that. But it's again, it's not quantity. Hopefully, it's quality. Uh, I mean, if you like something I do, good chance you're gonna find a few other things that are there. And uh, and that's what I've been doing. I engineer, I produce people, uh, and I've written things for uh, like Nickelodeon. I've done some outside work, but for the most part, I've been able to do my own kind of life, live the life of an artist, which is totally crazy. Nice. I've just found a way to do it. I mean, obviously, I don't have a a family per se, but I found that situation where I could make some money engineer which is important if you're going to do music learn how to engineer because that's another avenue that people will ask you to do and then you can still keep doing music at the same time yeah so that's what i've been doing so i got about 6 or 700 things out there on the internet right now and you're more than welcome to see go to john tobacco at bandcamp.com and on bandcamp you can find pretty much all i've done it's all listed there and nicely packaged but i do all the artwork and everything like that so very cool yeah so that's yeah,
0: I saw in your bio, you, it says you graduated from uh, University of Stony Brook. Uh, I did University graduate. University New York, Stony yeah, Brook.
4: Yeah, I, I graduated from Stony Brook. I studied music there. And I got to tell you, the only thing I really learned there was how to write, how to get my thoughts on paper, like to really write. It, that's what I learned. And the music aspect, really, they didn't really emphasize, they emphasized like the history of music, which is good. It's good to know your past. You learn, uh, you know, uh, some medieval stuff all the way to Stravinsky, all to the avant-garde. Zanakis, all the kind of stuff. And so I learned a lot about that. I learned a lot of different styles. But in regards of doing music and stuff, you just learn it on your own. I started a studio with my friend and learned from that way on, you know, and just kind of did it my own way.
0: Nice. Yeah, Stony it's Brook a- has a special place in my heart because uh, the first science fiction convention I ever went to was at at, Sto- at Stony Brook. Oh, it the, what was it called? The uh, Icon. I- Icon, I- sure. Yeah. And uh, it became my favorite convention of all time. And it, and uh-huh. then it, it kind of, you know, died and, and yeah it was i, I, was, around, I was i was
4: walking around with the guys when, when they were doing it. in fact I saw um the woman balana who plays in the on voyage i forget her name yeah, yeah 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 she was walking around i was like what the heck is she doing here it's pretty funny <laughs> yeah, so are you, where are you located
0: my, my i'm area. in new jersey
4: oh okay jersey. um
0: yeah i grew up in connecticut and uh we went to we went to icon every year until i went away to college and uh then i i missed a bunch of years because i was i was away and, and then when I moved back to New Jersey, I was like, I need to go start going to Icon again. And I'm thinking,
4: there you go. Yeah, so. Jersey. I mean, I played with Ed Palermo, his big band. He comes from Jersey and he does a lot of music of Frank Zappa and stuff. I sang with his band a couple of times. Nice. I can imagine yeah.
0: it'd be difficult covering Zappa. He does some intense work.
4: Yeah, you know, but if you grew up <laughs> listening to it, it's really not that it's. I found it pretty easy. I didn't go in there with any rehearsal or anything. I just knew it. it's in my DNA. I've listened to Frank for so long. Uh, it all makes sense to me. Nice. You know, and also, also Jersey is uh, Donald Fagan, another one of my heroes. And Sinatra. I mean Jersey's great. You know, it's a beautiful, <laughs> it's got some beautiful stuff going on there.
0: I dig it. Yeah, that's cool. So do you have anything you'd like to plug?
4: Um uh you don't have anything. I would like to just have people go to bandcamp and just check out the music. You can download it, you can, you know, listen to it a bunch of times. I think that's the biggest thing, John is really where it's all at. You know, I have a website too, johntobacco.net. And that has some stories in it, some things I've written, some articles and things like that. I've written some articles for classic rock music history. And those are like, either kind of like, you know, a lot of things they love to have lists. A lot of uh, websites like to have lists, like a yeah. top 10 this. And I'm not a big fan of that sort of stuff. What does that even mean? Top 10, what, you know. So what I've yeah. done is I've done some stuff on, on different people. and I've listed things that I like, why I think they're great. But you know, I mean, there's so much. You know, like say, say for the Beatles, you know, the top ten Beatles. It's a little tough, tough for me because there's so many songs I really enjoy. So here's some songs that are maybe a little bit more obscure that you don't know. So I talk about them, try to educate people on that. Look, just get people interested. That's all mm-hmm. I want to do. Just get, just interested. So go to my, right. go to Bandcamp, check out John Tobacco Music. You might find something you
0: like. So all right, that's my big deal there. Thanks so much for joining us. Great. And yeah. uh, I look forward to uh, seeing what else you send us. Yeah, I think I'll send you something that's that's probably a little poli-
4: politically incorrect, but I think you'll like it. Anyway, right. who cares, right? are <laughs> fun. It's just fun. Music, come on.
1: Yep. All so, right.
0: Take care. Great.
4: Thanks. Bye.
1: This is the Fump. Pour of coffee, then I go and kick some ass, and every morning, when I wake up, I start my day, i making myself a spark bug omelet,
2: yeah, spark yeah. bug omelet,
1: that's the Funny Music Project yeah. at TheFump.com. C-H-E-F-U-N-P dot com.
2: tampon, flex your plankton. Lick, bow, burn them. Costco, phantom. Pets with pants on. Sexual rig panko man bun. Let's go,
3: Branson! Time for Funny Music News. Something, something, something. In the news.
0: <clears throat> really, the only news that's worthy of talking about right now is the new trailer for Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Have you seen the full trailer?
3: Yes, I have. Thoughts? It looks pretty awesome. It does. Uh, As I I was saying this to, I don't know, somebody the other day, just that I'm hoping... I mean, obviously this is, like, super specific, you know, when it comes to, you know, it being a very, you know niche directed Weird Al thing, but it's also meant to be a a parody of, um, you know, all of those like, <laughs> you know, Bohemian Rhapsody, Rocket Man type of yeah. rock star bio films, and the only other s- film that's like that that I can think of is uh, Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox Story, uh, which came out you know, man, that seems like ten years ago or something yeah um, but in general, my point is this: I'm really hoping that this somehow Like reignites and brings back like, like the spoof parody comedy type of film, you know, in a way that's like actually good, as opposed to all those garbage parody films that were made for so many years.
0: Yeah, those were atrocious, and uh, I I do have like. <clears throat> in the far reaches of my brain I do have thoughts for making my own of those spoof parody films. So maybe I can get you involved in that if you're so interested. Um Yeah. But, but yeah, this the trailer looks great. Um it looks it's very funny. And I it's they're obviously, you know, twisting the history of his story, which is very well documented at this point, but they're twisting yeah. the history to, you know, for a comedic effect, like like you know, Al gets caught at a polka party. You know, sneaking out. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah. So the the trailer is is up now on on uh, YouTube. Just search for it. It's not hard to find. Uh, Al is in it. Uh, he I, he plays. I believe it looks it looks like he plays a uh, he's executive at a record label who's about to yeah. sign Weird Al. And uh, yeah, and it looks very funny.
3: Yeah, it's um. And for those of you who are wondering, I believe uh, the way it's set up is that uh, if you go to, like, therokuchannel.com, you're going to be able to watch the movie for free, like, from their website. Yes. So you don't, have, you don't have to buy a Roku device or whatever to, you know, be able to see the movie, so.
0: That's smart on their part.
3: <laughs> it also makes me wonder, because you remember how, like, you know, uh, uh, Mandatory Fund debuted at number one on Billboard? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I know, you know, from what, from, or, okay, I'm pretty sure I'm not making this up, that Al, like, pitched this movie around to various streaming studios or whatever, and, like, everybody, like, you know, or a whole, you know, whatever. They passed on him, and then Roku said yes. Mm -hmm. It's like, I think this is going to turn into one of those things where, like, it's so popular. Like, it breaks the Roku website. Like, it's going to, like, (laughs) do so incredibly well. That all the other streaming services who passed on it are just going to be kicking themselves for it's like, you y'all don't realize, you know, the fan base you passed up on.
0: Right. (laughs) It's like
3: Al's fan base is the internet. All of it. Hundred (laughs) percent of the internet is it's Al's fan base. (laughs) And this
0: isn't new for him. Like like if you remember like when they were shopping around his first album the you know the response that he got from a lot of the record labels was somebody's going to make a million dollars on this just not us you know next yeah you know that was the story that Bermuda told at Alcon so I mean this is nothing new and if you see flashy lights it's because I have um, track lighting in here with eight lights on them and five of them are out because piece of <laughs> shit track lighting and one of them over here is loose, so it's usually out, except when somebody's walking around up there. Sometimes it connects. So if you see the light coming on and off, that's why.
3: Okay, so save this for your next time you're doing a ridiculous raps need a suggestion. Disco basement.
0: Disco basement, okay.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else to say about the weird Al trailer
3: or anything? Um, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because Patton Oswalt, you know, when during the, the, the first version of this bit that came out years ago, him dressed up as Dr. Demento, like he looked thoroughly accurate and was like, like, you know, doing the voice and the mannerisms of Barry, but for the purposes of this movie, it's interesting to see, like, Dr. Demento is going to be like a character like you know he's obviously dressed up as Dr. D he's got the beard and everything but it's not like the point of that character in the movie is to look and act like the actual Dr. Demento yeah. so it's just going to be interesting to see how that plays out and i'm also hoping i have no idea what you know what the what's going on and you know i kind of don't want to bother Bermuda or anybody you know asking you know prying questions you know plus the fact that they're still out on tour but i hope that Roku is doing some kind of official premiere event somewhere for this because you know if there's like you know yes like i remember
0: a, hearing about one i think in toronto it was or canada somewhere i cuz it's it's playing yeah, in a the theater like for one night for some yeah, reason yeah cuz
3: it's yeah cuz it's uh, in the in the trailer it said like it was a selection for the toronto international film festival yeah so maybe that maybe that's it my point is that i was really hoping that there would be a movie premiere type premiere for this so that Dr. Demento could walk down like the red carpet like you know or the, the Hawaiian print carpet or whatever they're doing, you know, for uh for the premiere of this film. Cause, you know, who knows, maybe maybe a weird side effect of this film existing, you know, it, you know, might be a whole lot of people who didn't realize, you know, Doctor Day, De- like a who doctor who is Doctor Demento? The fact that he's still alive and the fact that he's still doing his show, um, you know, might uh, uh, lead a lot more people to find the Doctor Demento show. So who knows?
0: Yeah, I was just I was just checking, but I don't see it. But I love the the um, the synopsis on. Rotten Tomatoes is Daniel Radcliffe is Weird Al Yankovic in the unexaggerated true story about the greatest <laughs> musician of our time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. That puts, right. that puts a smiling thump in my heart to hear <sighs> those words.
0: <laughs> All right. The only other bit of news is Mark Gunn's Kickstarter, which is up to $7,797. All with, like, two weeks to go, I think. I forgot to update the days, but go to Kickstarter, look it up. He's there. All right, anything else before tour dates? Uh, Nope. All right. Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. Thursdays online, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. Also Thursdays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel. Uh, The 1st to the 5th in Atlanta, Georgia, the and Bards, Mikey Mason, Beth Patterson, and Tom Smith. On the 3rd in Michigan City, Indiana, Captain Ambivalent. On the 3rd in Chicago, Illinois, Devo Spice, that's Worldcon. On the 7th in Elgin, Illinois, Captain Ambivalent. Also on the 9th in Elgin, Illinois, Captain Ambivalent. On the 9th in Santa Rosa, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. And on the 10th in Elgin, Illinois, Captain Ambivalent. Oh, I forgot to check for birthdays. Let me pull up the birthday list. Birthdays. Birthdays. Alright, so we're supposed to be doing the show on the first. Which means the third. Coming up on the third of September, Xander Jannere of the Library Bards. Happy birthday, Xander. Woohoo! Alright. Yes, I can leave the site and get back to my swing. All right. Second song of the week is a new one by me. Hey! How about that? uh, There we go. So uh, here is Forget Your Phone by Devo Spice. There's 147 tiles on the floor And what's worse, I don't think I like that style anymore And while I've heard it all before A man's home is his castle Keeping up repairs as an owner is an onerous hassle And no one even cares Cause it's way up in the back At the top of the stairs where the walls are all cracked Hasn't been a problem yet Hanging my pants on the door Only visitors we get are the ants on the floor There's no chance I can afford a remodel anyway Bring it up the code? <laughs> Not on my pay Maybe someday, but for now I'll engage in spinning toilet paper Like a cat in a rage As I contemplate my life and why I'm stuck with the dregs I realize that I am losing feeling in my legs Staring at the ceiling as the truth is well known Pooping is boring when you forget your phone I am so
2: bored
0: I wonder how far you get my finger into my nose Mm. Mm. Ooh, I could scratch my brain Uh oh, I think I just forgot long division I don't know what he's going on about 12 slides ago I completely tuned out I don't care where this goes or the price of our stocks there's a hair in his nose it wiggles when he talks I can doodle on my pad doesn't matter what I do but if I fall asleep now it looks bad in my review like I had to come to I don't need to be here oh the things I've gone through for the sake of a career I make it appear like I'm listening fine so I cross my legs for the 83rd time I glance around the room and adjust my business suit there's Sarah from accounting. She's kind Losing money, blah, blah, layoffs, blah, blah, all I think about is leaving in my evening at the spa. I wonder how much longer till I get to go home. Meetings are boring when you forget your phone.
1: So boring. Oh my god, when will this torture end? Just get to the any questions slide already.
0: No, don't actually ask questions, you idiot. That just means he's gonna keep talking. Overestimated how long it's gonna take And I've sat here and waited all along without a break So please for my sake can we speed it up a bit? If you need another hit I can help you out with it Pace back and forth and I can't help but laugh Cause any moment now has been a day and a half So I play with anything that my hands can conjure up Now I'm learning origami with a paper water cup The radio is blown and the TV is dead Someone said I'm alone with the thoughts in my head But it's hard to stay focused, daydreaming in my mind With the moaning and the groaning and the screaming all the time I just wanna leave, get a big glass of wine Yes, honey, push, just breathe, you're doing fine She grabs me so hard I think she broke a damn bone Childbirth is boring when you're forget your phone uh, come on how much longer is this gonna go on do you know how hard it is for me to sit here and listen to this you really should hear yourself why do I even need to be here to tell you to push that's just mansplaining
3: childbirth <laughs> brilliant excellent
0: thank you I love live reactions by the great Luke yes. Ski on.
3: <laughs> yes he sent me the song earlier, but I, I was busy doing other stuff and I forgot to listen to it. So this was my first listen. Uh, excellent job on the reveal in verse three. That was just Thank you. chef's kiss perfect. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah, I
0: wanted to keep that one like like really ambiguous. It's like, what the hell is he talking about?
3: And then just, yes, honey, push. You're, yeah. <laughs> my As we were going, my guess was the dentist's office, but <laughs> I was wrong in a good way. Um, I'm also kind of surprised that you didn't like, you know, somewhere in there, throw in a reference to the song "I'm Bored." <laughs> I considered it. I was thinking
0: of of like scratching it on the chorus or something like that. I wasn't sure how well it would fit together. I I did consider it.
3: <laughs> so was this from a ridiculous rap suggestion or is this something you've been cooking up for a while?
0: No, this was actually a song I wrote for FOM back two three years ago whenever i whatever year i did FOM, i wrote like I, I didn't do i didn't get all 14 songs done but i got like six and a half or seven songs done and i, I don't think i've recorded any of them so hmm. this was one of those and it, it was one of those things where it was like uh, like last week or the week before i was like oh, yeah, I need to get a song done if I'm going to be on this, this compilation album. <laughs> it was like, well, I've got all these FOM songs recorded. Which one should I do? And I, it, was, it came down to either this one or um, there's a song called Unfollow, which I'm, I'm also looking forward to um, uh, recording. But <laughs> It's like one of my very few political songs. It's about mm. unfollowing people on Facebook because of all the stupid shit they post. Um, but I decided this one might be easier to do, and given that time was a factor, I decided to, to go with this one. Um, I actually kind of struggled a bit with the music um, initially because I couldn't come up with something I liked, and it wasn't until I just I just I, I like unplugged my computer and I was like, screw it, and I just went over to my keyboard and just started playing on the keyboard, and I finally came up with that melody that I liked and was able to retrofit the beat into that and stuff. So, And this was my first time, like... Like performing a song where I was bored and just being like, Oh my god, you know, trying to rap with that type of voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that was a first. I wasn't sure how well it was gonna work, but I think it works.
3: Like sometimes, you know, when I'm you know, wanna type up things on social media and try to convey a certain specific, you know, uh uh, you know, feeling it's you know it's kind of the letters of the alphabet seem to be not enough to really get a point across like because you, know, you can say like you know like, like ah you know or you know or ow it's like there's no real specific way to to say <laughs> to make sure people know what you really mean by that yes because if you just do like u u u u h h h people might just think you're going like uh it's like no it's uh. So. Yeah, I don't
0: know how you would write that, but that's exactly the, the feeling I was trying to convey. And for the, the spoken parts between the verses, the, like, the voice I had in my head was the guy from Psycho Stick during the beginning of the H-flat um, sketch, where he goes, Our tuning is so boring! <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to do that voice, but I I can't do that voice for any length of time without shredding my vocal cords. So I came up with mm-hmm. this like in between strained like oh my god I'm so bored. So <laughs> that's where that voice came from. And uh, Shoebox helped me punch up the spoken bits a little bit. I sent the uh, the song to him because I, I I had written the three in between parts and I really liked the first one. Um, and I said, but the the other two can use a little bit of work. So he he tossed me a couple of ideas. Mansplaining childbirth was a shoebox ism. <laughs> so. I was very happy with
3: that. <laughs> That's awesome. I also like the, no, don't ask, don't actually ask questions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that was also a shoebox. Yes. <laughs> I forgot what well, I uh, had in there initially. I was like it was something like, "Oh, just fire me already, so I can get out of here," or something to that effect but I liked his better
3: that's basically been my attitude at my day job recently <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, it's like they're, they're, I think it's from season one of episode two of Rick and Morty when they're like gonna have a party or something like that and like like Rick had mentioned like you know for, like it's like you know like earlier in the in the episode he had mentioned like you know what what wub-ba-da- Wubba lubba dub dub was his catchphrase and then But then like you know, and he goes like Just getting ca- just my new catchphrase says, I don't give a fuck <laughs> 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 Like that's been my attitude all week Is like oh I just want to get a job And not have to be at this job anymore <laughs> You know And be at home working my job So that Kubert will be happy that I'm always there
0: so. Aw yes
3: So yeah but yeah, excellent work once again on on, a, on this on this tune.
0: <laughs> yes, I, I don't think I have anything else to say about it. It's it's a song. It's up. You can listen to it. Um, technically, it goes up on the thump tomorrow, so the people in in the chat or people listening live are got to get a sneak preview. Hooray for you! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, all right. That's yeah, all I got. And-
3: And all y'all can go to uh, the Dr. Demento official Facebook page and request it because that's, yeah, that's, that's the way things are now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because I don't know. uh, It's like.
0: (sighs) Did he do a top 10 last? No, last week was the um, the, like the Frankenstein show, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't do a
0: top. Did he do a top 10 this month?
3: Uh I don't think he did. Um he said something about going on vacation and then um here let me look up uh It just occurred to me like
0: today's the 29th. I'm like his next show will be the first yeah, weekend in in September.
3: Yeah, cuz Ian had 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 kind of questioned that in a uh, somewhere let's see. Um Where's the topics list? Is the topics list no longer there? Um, On Facebook? I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm looking at the dmdb.org. Oh. Uh, oh, here. Upcoming topics. Uh, well, that's kind of strange. It says August 27th, which is you know, the one that just posted, is Birds, which is a flashback episode. September 3rd is a Labor Day, which is another flashback episode, Which because Dr. D did say he was... Uh, going to go on vacation for two weeks Mm -hmm. and then september 10th he has a top 10 episode oh
0: that's
3: weird. so i so i I guess the top 10 for august will happen uh will be will be posting september 10th so okay all right fine (laughs) there's time um, to get your votes in for forget your phone (laughs) yeah (laughs) because uh yeah usually what happens is the song has to get played on his show before it's kind of eligible for the top 10 it's not unheard of that a song debuts on the top 10 but usually that's because of something like you know al showed up on you know friggin' you know last week tonight with john oliver and suddenly everyone requested the same thing or you know whatever so anyway um (laughs) i got nothing yeah Sorry, right. I was. I'm, I'm just distracted because what I was one of the things I was doing before we started the show was, I was trying to look up to see if I could confirm online somewhere uh, of who is the top selling comedy recording artist of all time for like comedy albums because mm-hmm. I always you know thought and assumed it was Al, but uh, at some point I guess Jeff Foxworthy was claiming it was him, which I kind of think is a load of bull, <laughs> you know. But yeah, um, if you if
0: you include stand up comedy, I'm sure. Th- there's probably people who have outsold Al, but I don't know the numbers.
3: Yeah, for comedy music, it has to be Al. Yeah, but as far yeah, as like absolutely, just, for but as music. far as like you know, like looking at it from the point of view of like the RAAA or the Grammys of like they don't delineate between comedy and comedy music. There's just comedy, so yeah. you know it's like like the you know I don't know. It, it, it kind of feels like to me. It's like Jeff Foxworthy. You know I mean not that he's like you know turned into a you know uh, some kind of has been or whatever but you know his he had like four huge albums like in the 90s and then like what has he done since then Al's had like you know a dozen albums and other things that are you know compilations or whatever it's like it kind of seems like Al's got the numbers behind him he's got <laughs> you know five platinum albums one double platinum album and like four others that are at least gold so you know anyway (laughs) Um. right.
0: let's do some feedback
1: making the internet absolutely ridiculous (laughs) Dementia Radio
4: www.dementiaradio.org port 8027
3: please hang up and try again this is the part where there's feedback 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 you know that segment of the show we do about now feedback feedback (laughs) feedback
2: for who could ever learn to love a beast father beast
0: wrote Wait, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin is some sort of pilgrimage place for D&D? How did this come to be? Did Gary Gygax grow up there or something? Never mind, Luke explained it in detail on his
3: Toons podcast. Thank you, Father Beast. (laughs) Thank you, Father Beast, for asking a question and then answering your own question. (laughs) Right. All
0: right, and that is all the feedback we got, probably because we're doing the show early this week, so... Um, teasing. I thought of another
2: Sorry He's a teasing <laughs> kind of guy Now you have a joke yeah.
3: You were saying I was going to say I thought of another funny music news thing Uh, Over on Paramount Plus um, There is a, a Concert movie of The South Park 25th anniversary Concert which was done At like the famous Red Rock uh, uh Concert venue In um it's not Denver, but it's you know one of the big cities in in uh, Colorado, and it's amazing. I watched it last cool. night. It's like an hour and forty minutes long, and it's just you know them performing like you know, <laughs> uh, suspiciously absent any reference to Chef or any of his music. Um, <laughs> but aside from that, they they like cover they do like you know performances of all these all these songs from South Park, and it's amazing. Ween and Primus are there uh, uh Getty Lee and another guy from Rush show up, which you know it's just, but yeah it's it's Matt and Trey and a whole lot of people just for doing this amazing it's it's the kind of thing where I watched it. I'm like, I wish I could have been in the audience for this show <laughs> and people in the audience are all dressed up in costumes it's it's just amazing, so nice go check that, check that go out go check that out yeah paramount plus it's amazing,
0: cool um all right teasing uh, I can't really tease anything uh, tomorrow's song is not real well, Friday's song is not yet posted because it's Monday. Um, Tuesday song is by a new artist and I don't know what, what what topic should I do for the next playlist any ideas um Alvarin did send another suggestion so we can always uh, fall back to that one
3: how about boredom boredom sure
0: <laughs> boredom do we have enough songs for boredom
3: I don't know. I just <laughs> thought of, thought of it because it would be an excuse to put your own song on it. Yeah, but I can't
0: until this song goes up on the Oh. Yeah. All right.
3: Well then. Hmm. We'll hold
0: that. We'll hold that thought. <laughs> Albert had suggested toxic relationships and he's got You Don't Love Me Anymore, Restraining Order Love Song, Big, Big Oil Spill of Love, Cemetery Girls, Toasted Chicken Sandwich, and a few others. So we can do that. Okay. Let's go with that then and I'll update that when I get to Chicago. <laughs> I don't need to do that now. <laughs> All right. Um I don't know where John Tobacco's website is. Let me see if he's updated his artist profile on the Fump. The Fump. John Tobacco is at johntobacco.net. All right. And Devo Spice is at DevoSpice.com, and he's
3: right here. Right what? here. In the disco basement. In the
0: disco basement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. I got freelance work to do. Me too. Uh, thank you for listening Sorta. to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. And I'm Luke Ski. And look, there's Devo Spice. And ah,
3: me! <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> Whoops. God damn it.
0: <laughs> uh, I pushed the wrong button. Now we got to listen to this thing again.
3: No, no,
1: there's a platypus behind you.
0: No, no, there is. There's a platypus and there's a stand.
1: Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week, where you'll hear Luke Ski say...
3: Ah, Jesus Christ.